Dan Barry here, and this is Stop the Damn Match. Maybe I'm a hard all alone. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I'm all alone, I've got no phone. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Oh, can't you see? It's a mystery. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Our life's a dream, it's so insane. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Hi, welcome to. Stop the damn match podcast. Uh, this is Daz. This is myself from Germany. The fucking magic number man. I thought the fucking space, the new rocket went into space on fucking Saturday, not today. Just had a countdown to start the episode, which probably took about half a minute. <laughs> Maybe one time we'll include this in the podcast so that everyone else has to hear this. <laughs> Yeah. That, wow. So that that's why we're a bit we're, we're a bit of a crazy start this week. <laughs> Blame for you. Up. It's uh every every Sunday. It's for you like an interview with Borat. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> if Borat was German, and and even <laughs> and even more of an idiot than Borat is, then we would have myself. I have what. Today the Borat clip in the baseball stadium. It was, <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> Fucking insane. Have you ever seen any of his uh, TV episodes? Yes, sure. It runs in Germany. Uh, when when, uh, he, when few, he few years ago, when he's when he goes to the old guys that are doing the bowling and he lies in the urinal, he thinks it's a shower. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or when he. <laughs> Or when he acts as Bruno and uh, goes to the neo-Nazi concert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Do you ever spunked in a mosh pit? <laughs> <laughs> so you wouldn't imagine, but this is a, this is a wrestling podcast. <laughs> so would you believe it? We're at episode 10. No. And I uh, wouldn't believe that anybody uh, will listen to us. Yeah, listen to us talk shit for almost an hour every week. Yeah. But then, <laughs> but then, like I said to you the other day, there's people that are going and listening to old episodes because the numbers are going up on old episodes. Yeah, and I don't know why. It's crazy. Like People must yeah. like us a little bit. Maybe. And then we had the comment on Facebook that Someone only downloaded Spotify so they could listen to our podcast. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, that meant a lot. That was really, really a really nice thing to say. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, G. Uh, so, as we said, our tenth episode, and to make it a special one, I thought we'd talk about the person that we both love. And we're going to dedicate a whole episode to the hardcore legend, Mr. Mick Foley. Yes. So that was thing, but uh, okay, live in your yeah. own world. Ah, fuck <laughs> you. We we talk about <laughs> fucking Mick Foley every week, <laughs> and, every, <laughs> and every, loads of people I speak to are like, 
do you Marcel like anyone but Mick Foley? I was like, well, yeah, but he's just such a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I think he's an intellectual guy. He's a funny guy. He's a great comedian and a good uh, book author. Yep. And, and the fact that he put his body on the line every night just for our entertainment. Yeah, that's true. Because we've got Mick Foley as our theme, today's intro is from a friend of Mick Foley who, if you watched Holy Foley on the network, it was uh, he trained Noel. It's Dan Barry, the professional wrestler. Uh, thank you for today's intro, Dan. It's amazing. Thank you. And also I want to wish a happy birthday to my godson, Noah, whose birthday was Sunday, the 31st of May, and he's eight years old and he loves wrestling. And I got his favorite wrestler to record a video for him, wishing him happy birthday, and it made him very happy. So thank you to Hustle Malone for the video and happy birthday to Noah. Yeah, herzlichen Glückwunsch zum Geburtstag und happy birthday from Germany to Noah. Hopefully he'll listen. I don't know if eight-year-olds listen to podcasts. I don't know what eight-year-old uh, person's doing. I no. believe it's better for me. <laughs> <laughs> and may maybe maybe not listen to it because we swear a lot. So maybe. I'll just tell his mom to listen. Like, tell her listen. <laughs> listen for two minutes and then turn it off. <laughs> so also today we had our, had our quiz, weekly quiz, and it was a who are you quiz and congratulations to Michelle on for winning. Congratulations. Yeah. Marcel did all right. He was about middle mid table. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, I'm trying to think, uh, Everton football team. Hmm. You're like Everton football team, mid table. I don't know what you mean, but, uh, Everton, the football team. Liverpool okay. Rivals. Yes, yeah. I know. I I know that Everton is a football team. Yeah. Yeah, and you, they're they're always middle of the table. Okay, like Schalke 04 in Germany. Yeah, and you and and they're always in or Liverpool. Borussia Mönchengladbach. Or Borussia Mönchengladbach. That's a very German word. Or Kaiserslautern. That's a very German. Kaiserslautern, <laughs> the favorite football club from my grandpa. <laughs> or with the from... first. With the first uh, German hero after the World War II, Fritz Walter, the captain of the German national team when they uh, won the, the World Championship the first time, 1954. There's, there's our history for today. Yes. This man doesn't just know about wrestling, he knows football. That's true. And... <laughs> uh, I know that everyone is FC Bayern München fan and don't give any fans from other teams. So bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying about that one. <laughs> and Borussia Dortmund, it's only a German illusion. Borussia <laughs> Dortmund, the best best German team. <laughs> everyone knows this. Winners play in yellow. Yeah. Yellow like green. Oh fuck! <laughs> so today's Mick Foley match, Marcel. What? How? How did you react when you found out which match won? Oh, uh, doesn't care because uh, both matches were 
uh, gray in my eyes. And, but um, the halftime heat match is a it's a, a special attraction in my eyes. And yeah. But let me tell you what he exactly said as I go to my WhatsApp when I told you who won. That's what I wanted to hear. I didn't want you to say, oh, really good. You said, I said, here's the results. You put like, what the fuck? <laughs> Our results remind me of Germany versus England football games. <laughs> this, is a, this is a betrayal like Wembley in 1966. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, fuck you. I'm happy. <laughs> yes. I have reacted uh, really emotional in this way. And, um, I want to say sorry to all listeners. Uh, yes, um, Germany has lost the final at the championship 1966. And um, I'm really happy that uh, England has won this tournament. So, <laughs> up the iron. I'm going to put that on. <laughs> this is on record that Marcel just said he was really happy. So, yeah. So, so now you know that Marcel's real reaction was not I'm glad I like both matches at all. <laughs> yeah, but uh, now I think that it's it's good to uh it's also good that the halftime heat match won uh, then the triple H mankind uh, match on uh I believe Survivor series. Yeah. But what that also means is that now it's 7 to 3. Mm. To and that's the reason why I was so angry. <laughs> now we find out the truth <laughs> it doesn't matter which which match I uh, gonna pick I'm the people always uh, work against me so <laughs> <laughs> bullying the poor little German man yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> maybe we need to get more German people to vote that's your job next week we need more German people to vote for Marcel. Next week, we were uh, doing the pick with a Alex Wright or a Prakos match. So, <laughs> enjoy this. <laughs> Just a note, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mick Foley. Cactus Jack, dude love, mankind. Why do you love him so much? Because he is... Absolutely himself when he gives his interviews and um, he's the most authentic person in the wrestling business. Couldn't have put it any better. And the fact that he, even though they say all the time he loves pain, reading his book, he, he didn't really like getting injured, but he still did it just because he knew that that's what the fans enjoyed. Yeah, that's true. And it got the reactions. Yeah, and I think crazy people seem to forget that he actually started really in WCW. Yeah, that's true. With the Cactus Jack, was he in the Deadly Alliance, or was that what was the group he was in? He was with uh, Kevin Sullivan, Uh, Dungeon of Doom. I can't remember. I, I remember reading it in his book. But I forget what the what the what the group he was in. But I know that he he he. That's where he came up with the big elbow drop off the apron to the concrete oh, in WCW. This was awesome. Yeah, it was just 
the, to see a guy of his size come off the apron and elbow drop like on the concrete was insane. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think if he hadn't been in WCW, then maybe he wouldn't be the guy that he is. He became. No, his match versus Vader is also uh, a legendary all-time favorite match. Yep, and his matches with Sting as well. Cactus Jack versus Sting were always big matches. I remember watching as uh, when I was younger. But then. He, then he went, I think, he went to Japan and did the death matches after, I think. The tournament where he uh, had the exploding ring and... Yeah, and all his sick Japanese things, what he does. Oh, yeah. I think if you... if He's a different... So different when he does that compared to what he's like in the US or in Europe. Yeah, that's true. Like, he just was fucking mental. <laughs> Like he's like he set fire to his arm and C four explosives and shit in the ring. You're like, yeah, that could kill you. <laughs> but and maybe we wouldn't have had a McFoley. Yeah, but uh, outside of the ring, he's uh, one of the kindest persons ever. Yeah, I yeah, definitely, just heart of gold. Yeah, that's true. And and the fact that he loves Christmas and has his Christmas room in his house. That's the reason why I love this guy so much because he he is he's so authentic and no one else will uh, will uh, saying uh, will doing this and have a, a room in his house with where uh, it is 365 days in the year Christmas so yeah. Yeah and and you see when he's interacts with like his kids He's just like a normal dad, isn't he? Yeah, like, that's true. That's true. Embarrassing and doing all weird shit. And you're like, he's just a normal guy. But then when the camera turns on, he's mankind, dude love, Cactus Jack. Yeah. He was yeah. a hairy man. And uh, I believe when he won the World, the world Championship title, um, that it was like, the whole uh, audience has won the, this title. Yeah. When he won against The Rock, what, when we watched it the other week, you just could tell that the audience was so happy for him and he mm-hmm. was really, really... And he shouts to his wife, daddy did it, to the kids and the wife. Yeah, that was great. But then, I also think in ECW he was brilliant when he did the no extreme gimmick and he just did headlocks or match. Yeah, it was so different because everyone uh, thought that uh, this is his uh, company. This company is made for people like um, Mick Foley. But then he ended so different and yeah, it was a great moment. He was so hated though as well for that. The crowd, as soon as he came out, everyone just booed the fuck out of him. Yeah, that's true. And the guy with the, the Remember the guy with the sign that had Kane Dewey on the sign, like about his kid. <laughs> like that is, you know, when you're when they hate you if they they want someone to hit your kid with a fucking cane. Yes, like... at this time the ECW crowd was um, really special. Oh, yeah. like the like... smoking, <laughs> like the Smoky Mountain uh, 
wrestling crowd when New Jack was a part of the company. Oh, yes. Really, really, really hateful heat. They actually despised them. (laughs) (laughs) But then in WWF, he then changed again when he became this weird freak mankind, which nobody had ever could expect would have happened. Yeah, uh, no one uh, knows what he what his gimmick is. The first time is yep. he uh, plays he a uh, uh, mentally retarded man or a, or I don't know. It was uh, no one knows what what he does with this gimmick. At- he was like, and when he he lived in the boiler room and. Yeah, boiler room so matches weird. with Undertaker. It was so weird. Yeah. Do you remember the boiler room match, the boiler room brawl when you couldn't see anything? Yeah, that's true. It was like, what a stupid... You'd at least put lighting in there so we could see what was happening. But it was so different to uh, the to the WCW thing, what you can see in, at this time. Yeah. I think uh, Mick Foley is maybe the one of the main reasons why um, WWE has won the, my, the Monday Night Wars. Yeah, because I think he's just he's a smart guy. He can do any gimmick. Yeah, that's true. Which shows where he's got, obviously, the three faces of Foley, which I, I don't know anyone else that can run three gimmicks at the same time. That was a great promo in my eyes. When so they're watching at the Titan when... Throne and uh, you see an uh, Dude Love, Cactus Jack and Mankind, it was so great. It was it was so different and it putting the the Monday Night Raw show on a on the next level in my eyes. Because everything yeah. can happen in WWE. Everything is possible. Yeah. Because I just remember when that happened and then seeing Triple H's face. He was just like, what the fuck am I seeing here? This is one guy, but you can see all three at once. Yeah, that's true. And just... Uh, I, but the good thing was all three characters were so different to each other. Yeah. That was like, the magic of they, the they moment. Similar. Yeah. Like, you obviously had Dude Love, the dancing, Love Machine... Cactus Jack, the fucking crazy psycho killer, and then crazy mankind. It was just like he could switch on from one to the other. Like when he did the promo with Triple H, where he took the shirt off and had Cactus Jack and took his mask off, and you could see him turn from mankind to Cactus yeah, Jack, from, and you're like from one to the other second. Yeah, like such a smart guy, such a good, a, a good, good entertainer. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And then, but which of the three would you say you liked? Mankind, Cactus, or Dude Love? Which of the three was your favorite gimmick? Cactus Jack. Cactus Jack. At this time, uh, I have watched a lot of um, spaghetti westerns in German television with my grandma, and uh, he reminds me of a of a badass from all these old uh, 60, 70 years movies. Yep. Definitely get that. I see that now. And, and and again, even though he was that kind of, it was still so different from anything else you were yeah, seeing. Yeah, that's true. He was doing moves for a big guy that you wouldn't expect a guy of his size to be doing. Like, oh, I think mine was Mankind. 
because I loved the mask and the mystery of the character. You didn't know you were like, like you said, was he mentally unstable? Was he a psycho killer? Is he just a guy playing mind games on people? And every week you're like, I don't know what he's going to do. And that promo with Jim Ross, where they're in the room and he starts screaming at Jer and puts the mandible claw on him. You're like, fuck, this guy is crazy. Yeah, that's true. But he can also do the comedy, which is good. Like, he's good at the comedy characters, too. That's true. He's also a good stand-up comedian in my eyes. And uh, yeah. I, love the, I love the interviews with The Rock when uh, they have the tag team stable. They act so good. Oh, the Rock was so, was so funny. And, yeah. Remember the This Is Your Life one when he brought out The Rock's old teachers and girlfriends <laughs> yes. and stuff? <laughs> And the rock is just hating it, but they work off each other so well. Well, when he... did you know that the 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 reason why he got into comedy was what made him do the tour was Bruce Springsteen. Yes. Yeah, he watched Bruce Springsteen like a tour video, and that made him think, "Hold on, this is something I'd like to do," and that's why he did the comedy shows. What video? Uh, there was like a tour. He, he watched like a video of. Bruce Springsteen when he was on tour. Okay. And then that made him do the comedy shows, go on tour, which I thought was crazy that that was that would be what would inspire him to do it. Okay. That's why one of my songs was going to be a Bruce Springsteen song today, but I've changed it. <laughs> because I was like that I've got a better one. So with with Foley, obviously we I've watched quite a few Mick Foley matches in these opening 10 shows, but I think the reason I chose this one was it was, like you said, it was such a special attraction. It's so different. Yeah, that's true. So, and, and you can see uh, how big WWE was at this time that uh, they have doing this at the, um, at the Super Bowl halftime show. Which is crazy to think that. Could you imagine nowadays now seeing I don't know John Cena versus AJ Styles at halftime no, during the Super no, Bowl? No, but no, no, no. You, you, Pro yeah. wrestling had the 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 status this day uh, on the pop culture than uh, back in the nineties. Yep, definitely, and it's crazy to think that. Could you imagine you're watching the Super Bowl? And then the next thing, half time comes on, you see this fucking crazy fight. Mm. <laughs> it must be like I remember seeing bits of it as a, when I was a teenager, but I remember they didn't show the whole match because it was on at like nine a.m. Yeah. on highlights, so you only saw bits of it. And then now, when and then I went on YouTube and watched the whole thing. I was like, "This is fucking insane! Why don't we get this at halftime of football matches in the UK?" <laughs> Yeah, Man United versus Liverpool half time. The Rock versus Mankind <laughs> <laughs> might make it more interesting. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, rather than listen to two ex footballers talk shit for fifteen minutes. <laughs> so, as Marcel said, it was half time of the Super Bowl. It was Super Bowl thirty three, and it was the first time that anyone had done this on TV. So the USA Network did this and it was really, really stupidly popular. And it was also at WWF at this time did the Attitude Era advert where they're going through the building and 
throwing people through windows and stuff, which they paid a lot of money, I believe, to get the spot. But I think, it, like Marcel said, wrestling was so part of pop culture at this point. Yeah, it's true. Everyone has wearing the T-shirts and uh, it was the time uh, that wrestling was cool. It was, it was, it was everywhere. You have seen uh, pro wrestlers yeah. from WCW and WWF uh, in TV shows and TV ser series, and uh, it was a it was a different time. I mean, I remember one time the turning on breakfast TV, and there was I think I think it might be Macho Man was there because WCW were coming to the UK, and I was like, I'm eating my cereal before I go to school, and Macho Man is on my fucking TV. What is this? Yeah. It's like wrestling was so. I think now people that weren't didn't watch wrestling at that time. I don't think they understand how popular and crazy wrestling was at that time. No, no, because uh, wrestling was at this time, the end of the nineties and beginning of the two thousands. It was uh, the big shit. Yeah, and I I think that's why now there's such, still such a big group of people like our age, like late 20s, early 30s, that are still interested and still go to shows because we experienced how big it was in the 90s. Yeah, that's true. And now we're still, we've still got that mindset of, right, okay, we've now found something that has replaced that. Finally, we've got independent wrestling. We've got, we can go to shows that don't cost us like 70 euros or 70 pounds. Like we've got that back, so there's a lot of guys and girls our age now that are going to shows again, and we're all. I think it's not everyone might agree, but I think a lot of it is to do with people like Mick Foley and the Monday Night Wars is why there's still this like adult wrestling fans. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so this match, it wasn't like some people I've read, I've spoke to online. They thought that this match was in the on the pitch at halftime. <laughs> of the Super Bowl, who haven't watched it, I was like, no, 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 they didn't start fighting in on the on the field. They, so they had the match in Arizona, and they covered, I think, pretty much all of the arena. It, as you'll see, they, 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 it was kind of like the Money in the Bank, but better. This year's Money in the Bank, I think it, they did it a lot better going all around the arena. Oh, a lot better than uh, Randy Orton versus The Edge. Oh, jeez, don't. <laughs> the best wrestling match ever is coming up from those two. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Puke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck. Someone get me a bucket. So at this time, when this halftime heat came about, uh, it was in the middle of the amazing feud that Mankind and Rock were having. And it actually took place a week after the match at Royal Rumble. So that's why Foley's got that big bandage on his head because he'd just taken all those fucking chair shots at Royal Rumble a week ago. And then he has this empty arena match, which is also as crazy. So I think Mick Foley definitely deserved a bit of time off after this match. Yeah, that's true. So, we're going to go watch the match now. So, where can we find it on the network? Um, on the network, you can find it um, on Sunday Night Heat, January the 31, 1999. And then you're going on 
27 minutes and 9 seconds. And so we will join you on the other side of the ring bell. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sunday Night Heat. I'm Michael Cole. In just a few moments, this arena will be emptied of everyone. The only people inside will be WWF owner Mr. McMahon, who will serve as the guest commentator for this matchup. Referee Earl Hebner, who will count the one, two, three. That's his only function. This is a no-holds-barred, no-disqualification, falls-count-anywhere match. In the two participants, WWF champion The Rock and the challenger Mankind. This is the third in what has been a brutal series of matches between these two WWF superstars. The first a few weeks ago on Raw, where Mankind shocked the world and won the WWF championship from The Rock. The second just seven days ago at the Royal Rumble, in which The Rock won an I Quit match over Mankind. But this match may prove to be the most brutal, the most fatal. One man will walk out of this arena, WWF champion. The other may not walk out at all. Okay, we're, we're, we're back. We just had uh, another glorious uh, moment in my life. From, uh, <laughs> yeah, for, 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 from Marcel. Maybe I'll, I'll add that bit to the end of the podcast so you can hear these glorious counts. No, you don't add this. <laughs> yep, I am. I might just save it and make a whole episode of Marcel counting. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> like a like a highlight show. <laughs> yeah. Maybe for Christmas present on Christmas morning we will release We will press Marcel it on a, counting. We will press it on a CD and uh Marcel counts from one to hundred. <laughs> Christmas edition. If you need your children <laughs> If you need your children to go to sleep, play this and they'll Go sleep easy. <laughs> and in the background, you're hearing uh, some sheeps. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're watching a match. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this episode has been fucking crazy. So, yeah. Apologies. We're, we're, we seem to be in a crazy mood, but who cares? We're having fun. That's true. So the, so the only people in the arena are... Mankind, who looks like his brains are going to fall out, The Rock yeah. and Vince and a referee. That's true. And then you have the same audience than the last couple of Raw and SmackDown events. Yeah, yeah. Maybe this is why they did it. They tested because they knew that Corona was coming. Maybe. 20, 21 years later. Yeah, but uh, Fuck, I, don't, I, lo- I don't know why people saying today... Uh, 10, 15 years ago, uh, they were never doing uh, all the gimmick matches. Look at the Attitude era, era. They have did all this stuff. Oh, yeah. I fucking love Mick Foley's punches. They look They're amazing. Real. And he hits the double-arm DDT within like two minutes of the match starting. Yeah, that's true. Oh, fuck. Soccer. So- I, I I remember as a kid I always used to put socks on my hand because of this guy. <laughs> like man fucking the, he just look at him like we said, he looks like a fucking crazy guy. Yeah, that's true. A swinging net breaker, amazing. And it's great how uh, the rock uh 
saves all those uh, actions from mankind. Yeah, definitely. It made you believe that they were actually fucking hated each other, didn't it? Yeah, and uh, he brings them over. Yeah, definitely. This this is what pushed mankind to like superstar. Yeah. I... Mm. Whose idea would this have been? What? Whose idea would this have been? This is a good thing to do. Like, I'm guessing Vince just saw dollar signs. Yeah, maybe. I I don't believe uh, they had another. They have another reason to doing this idea. It was the best promotion. No. It it was perfect for this uh for this time of WWE the attitude era and uh, it's. It's 100% uh, attitude error, what you think. Yeah. yeah. If, if, if you didn't know anything about attitude era, this tells you all about it. Yeah, it was the attitude uh, I love that. Yeah, and Vince, as much as we think he's an asshole, but he adds to this match. His commentary, I think, is good. Yeah, that's true. And I also love that you hear, that you hear The Rock talking all the shit. During the match to the to mankind, yeah, it makes them so arrogant. Yeah, oh, yeah. like the guy in school that was just like all the girls love, yeah, and all that shit. Look, I, I but then again, I loved The Rock as well when I was a young guy. I believe everyone loves The Rock. Yeah, like the way he's like your piece of trash and all this stuff. You're like. He's a he's a dickhead, but a good dickhead. Yeah, that's true. A little bit stupid, but uh, on a cool way. Yeah. The fucking son of a bitch, Vince, saying mankind said I quit at Royal Rumble. He fucking didn't. It was a it was a microphone. Yeah. Oh, he's hitting him with a fucking chair. Like a week after, he hit him like twenty times. Mm-hmm. Foley, just his face, just he's, he makes everything look like he's in the most pain he's ever had. Yeah, but uh, he's not overacting in my eyes. No, listen, The Rock now talking shit on commentary. I don't think he needed the the headset. We could all hear him anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck! Oh <laughs> yes, I love that as a, as a vision, mankind. Appearing behind the rock, <laughs> like the Undertaker Slowly. behind AJ Styles. <laughs> oh, but this is cooler. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Fucking, lo- how many low blows did you used to see in the Attitude Era all the time? <laughs> uh, when you're going uh, on the internet on Wikipedia and you uh, writing low blows, then it comes the Attitude Era sign. Hundred <laughs> percent. I don't think if it wasn't a wrestling match, if there no, were no it blows. wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't a wrestling match. It's a um, it's a segment or something else, like a promo. It's only a promo yeah, point for people who are not into wrestling, but uh, uh, bring it over the people. Yeah, get a new audience. It was it was at the halftime in the, in the Super Bowl. It was. The biggest audience what you can have. Yeah, the Super Bowl is the biggest event probably in the world, I'd say. Yeah, and the uh, football world championship final, maybe. 
yeah, yeah, that's it. Like the fucking that those stairs are, are very very high. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't think I'd want a fucking fight up there. No. The Rock just shouting like mouthing about mankind. What the fuck is Vince on about? It, this is like Roadrunner cartoon. <laughs> I think that Vince was uh, a good commentary guy. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the rock hiding. <laughs> it's like a little child children's game. Oh fuck! I, I oh shit! This is bad news. Oh, fuck. <laughs> like this is not wrestling, but no. it's just mankind. Mick Foley in one. Mick Foley and the Rock has the oh, time fuck. of their lives. I believe they have the fun of their lives. Oh, yeah. Fucking Jesus. He's falling down the fucking stairs. <laughs> Holy fuck. If I fall down one step in my house, I'm like, ah, my leg. This guy fell down like fucking a hundred. <laughs> oh, my but God. Yeah, the, ladies and gentlemen, exactly welcome. What happened when uh, you have two guys who have a good chemistry together in the ring and uh, has a good chemistry um, outside of the ring and then works together. Yeah, they tr- and they trust each other. You can tell. What did this guy? Oh, he's t- tipped the trash all over him. <laughs> I like that they, I like that they bleep out the word "ass" because it's on the Super Bowl. <laughs> the Rock can't say "ass" because it's on TV in the in the daytime. Fuck. I, I wouldn't want to be the guy cleaning up after this because there's shit everywhere. Oh, Shane and Kevin Kelly are watching as well. Yeah. Shane McMahon is like if you gave a child a whole bag of sugar and say, let's see what the child does. He's like, <laughs> the reason why you don't give kids candy before they go to bed. Fuck, don't show it again. That's fucking horrible. <laughs> Oh, they're in. They're in uh, Marcel's home, the kitchen. What would you do if you were on a shift and somebody came through doing this as you were cooking in your kitchen? Oh, Vince is so cheesy. Are they shouting the price of the cotton candy? Yeah, I've never seen a wrestling match in a no. Uh, but two years later on WCW Mayhem, the video game. Oh, yeah, I remember that. You could go in the kitchen. Oh, no, is he going to cook? He's, he's fucking cooking, Mr. Socko. <laughs> no. <laughs> Put him in the fucking kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear the fucking sound? See, when you go back to work, you need to have a fight like this. That's exactly what I'm doing as a chef in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Marcel's just having yeah. empty arena matches <laughs> in his work. <laughs> like, uh, do you think they just said to the Rock of Mankind, yes. go and do whatever the fuck you want? 
I think that uh, I think so. people <laughs> act so How would... on the stuff they have tried uh, new talent like The Rock, Triple Edge, and uh, also a veteran like McFoley. Yeah, you can trust yeah, them that they won't do anything shit. Those great people at this time. Yeah. So that whole bottle of Jack Daniels. <laughs> the Rock is singing about Jack Daniels. On the 8th, they bring it. <laughs> This is so... Yeah, that'd be gone. Yeah. This is crazy. So, this is so, so entertaining, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's not like shit, carny yeah, stuff. It's, it's good. Like, uh, <laughs> let's let's show let's show uh, people who are not into wrestling uh, what we what we can doing, and uh, maybe they become wrestling fans. Yeah, definitely. Like thrown with fucking. Popcorn at everyone. <laughs> There's people eating with menus and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> You're eating your dinner and then fucking these two come in. That's the reaction when oh, I. Oh, you forget that this is for the title as well. <laughs> this is for the WWF title. <laughs> yes, you. <laughs> You can't imagine it. Oh, does that that is that okay? Oh, that's <laughs> he just threw salad at him. <laughs> oh. And he eats some popcorn. I don't some ham. You <sighs> fuck. <laughs> he just threw he just threw chili in his face. <laughs> He's just yeah, but it's the great. It's funny to see it, you know. Yeah. They are 100% in their gimmicks. No way. Mankind. I definitely. <laughs> if it's what a mess. What a mess. <laughs> oh, amazing. The Rock just said, Do you smell what The Rock is cooking? That was good. That's so awesome what we see in here. Mankind. Yeah. Mankind only has one shoe. <laughs> what? <laughs> the Rock doesn't even know what this is. Oh, Foley is just such a good brawler. Another low blow. Two low blows. <laughs> Going home from work. How was work today? Uh, well, uh, <laughs> we fought. I hit him with some food. Oh, ice. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's Mick true. Foley entertains me so much. You have the two best uh, entertainers in this business at this time, in my eyes. Yeah, I don't think we've had anyone like them since. Where's he going? And what's most important, uh, they don't take themselves so serious. 
No, they're very light-hearted. What the fuck are they? Oh, they're in the they're in a boardroom. <laughs> Some people having a meeting, and the Rock and Mankind come in. Mankind just makes it, it. He reacts how you would react if this happened to you. You know what I think? Oh, amazing! Oh, the rock. Yeah. If you get how good the rock was as well. They say this is an empty arena. Work for the uh, for the next show. <laughs> But you see yeah. this comedy aspect. Yeah. I love comedy and pro wrestling when it when when it's a good comedy. You know, the rock yeah, they're doing it right. Phone and uh, it's they're not using forced. all the stuff. It's so funny and um, they're bringing themselves so over, and you have a reason to uh, to to watch the shows. Yeah, I... definitely. I like the fact that the Rock was flirting with that lady, <laughs> and then told her to get her get her ass out. <laughs> I love those yeah, noises you, by you believe him everybody. and uh, you believe that. anything what he does. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, and he's a big mm-hmm. he's a big fucking guy as well, isn't he? Like. I, they like that he's just walking with one boot <laughs> and just dirty socks on. Il <laughs> Hebner thinking, can I sell any yeah. of this in the car park after the show? And he looks so, and he looks so sick, uh, mankind. Yeah, yeah, looks looks like a madman. Look at the fucking hell. They have pretty much... They've used the whole arena, yeah. It's great. Yeah. They haven't... They've fucking... Like... Like... If, if you were, if, if you didn't know this was happening and walked in and were like... That's yeah, that's true. And uh, what's also great is uh, you see that everybody acts uh, on a good way. The commentaries, Shane McMahon, Vince McMahon, Earl Hefner... All the people around us to athletes, it, it was so on point. Yeah, it all it, yeah, it all flows together really well. Between uh, the attitude era and oh, the nowadays. Definitely. He's taking his fucking sock off off his foot and he's using a new sock. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Jesus, he's been wearing that all around the fucking arena. And Can you imagine that uh, <laughs> later The Rock and uh, Mankind become tag team partners? No. Yeah. After this, you would I would think you were you were you were mad if you told me that. <laughs> oh look, he, what the fuck is he doing? He's looking at the forklift truck. Oh shit! I'm not gonna lie. If Mankind. Said, let me no. in your fork. I'd be like, no fucking way. So no money. <laughs> you look, <laughs> look at him. He just is the <laughs> his crazy laugh and smile. He just looks like a maniac. He is a maniac. <laughs> the rock's face. 
The Rock, like, what's he done to him? He's pinned him under the <laughs> this floor. Poor, poor walking guy here. <laughs> and this is a pin. <laughs> Mankind wins the WWF title by pinning him under so a pallet. Funny. <laughs> Look at how happy he is. That's it's maybe the most intelligent way to win a wrestling match. Yeah, with a forklift. I did it again. <laughs> And look at Shaymek. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> he did not look happy at it all. It was such a great uh, storyline with the corporate oh. at this time. Yeah, it all made sense. It wasn't just done for 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 no reason. It it, it made sense because they hated each other. Yeah, the corporation so hated uh, mankind. It was so different like the uh, today's product. Today's product okay, we're doing this move, we're doing yes. this move, and now we're doing a Canadian Destroyer, then uh, some, the next move is a, a high fly action. No, everything makes sense at this time. Yeah, like, it, you didn't, like, and a good thing that I think Mick Foley could do, he made, he, he, he did, like, the Daredevil stuff, the stuntman things, like, the stupid moves, but they were for a yeah. reason. They, he didn't just do it to get a to get a pop. It was, it made sense. Why why are you having this empty arena match? Oh, because me and The Rock have had such crazy fights that and they, we don't want any fans. And they there, know so that that they uh, the will perform on the biggest platform ever in the Super Bowl halftime. What is maybe the biggest show on this planet? Yeah, which I think to be given that spot, it makes you think. You must be good. I must. I must mean a lot to this company. If I've been given yeah, that's this true. spot on the so WCW had nothing uh, Wait. that uh, that they put against WWE at this time. No. And a good thing was, like you said earlier, I think Mick Foley is a big reason why WWF won the Monday Night. Yeah, Wars. I believe uh, that Kevin Sullivan has said to. Um, to a uh, to Eric Bischoff um, after his hell in the cell match with the Undertaker, um, we lost the W's that we lost the Monday Night Wars because they have a guy who uh, jumps from a cage in a commentary desk. Yeah, and that guy is the fucking yeah. legend, Mick Foley. So what what would you give your that match out of? Uh, it wasn't five? a resting match, but uh, it was a special moment. So I will give them four point five. Yeah, four point five. Nice. I give it three point five, which gives the match a total of eight what is out of good. ten. Yeah, that's a good score. That's a good score, and. And I think there's, there's there's definitely better Mick Foley matches, but like you said, it's such a special moment that you got to see how funny and mankind it wasn't could only be. important for WWE. Just, it was important for the whole wrestling scene. Definitely, he 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 changed yeah, that's the true. way people looked at wrestling. And I think 
the the world of wrestling owes so much to Mick Foley for him wanting to do all this, putting his body on the line and getting more new viewers in and just such, like you said, such, uh, away from the ring, such a lovely guy. Yeah. Because I remember meeting him and I, I didn't know I was meeting him and I saw him in the corner of my eye and I genuinely went for a piss and I couldn't <laughs> stand still. I was that excited. And then I met him and he yeah. was amazing. So yeah, Mick Foley. Foley That's true. is God. So I have my question for the genius Marcel this week based on Mick okay. Foley. So my question to you, genius, is which face of Mick Foley won the WWF tag team titles first and who was his partner? His partner was The Rock and he acted uh, as Mankind? No! Okay. I beat you! It was Dude Love and his partner I was I can't Austin. remember this. When Dude Love, when Stone Cold didn't have a tag team partner and he was against British Bulldog and Owen Hart and Dude Love on the on the Titan Tron, you just saw Dude Love's foot tapping and then he came out and I won can't the remember this. Well, I, 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 I must admit, I've read the book this week and watched lots of Mick Foley this week, so. I may have an advantage, but yeah. I won. I Congratulations. Beat you. Yes. I'll do an Owen Hart. I'll do an Owen Hart. We did I did it. We did it. Woo! <laughs> so now we'll move on to what we do every week, which is our two songs. And I'll let you yeah, know. First is uh, today. Bruce Springsteen with I'm Going Down because it's my favorite Bruce Springsteen song. Nice. I was going to choose Bruce Springsteen, so I'm glad you did. My dad is a huge Bruce Springsteen fan, so he's the working class it means hero. A lot, but you chose that. Yes, the definition of working class hero, the boss. So my first choice is. It was Cactus Jack's theme tune in ECW, and it's "Born to Be Wild" by Steppenwolf. Good book. Good band. Great song. Which... And thanks to Marcel for telling me before he came on air that the lead singer yes, was Yes, he's a native German. And Steppenwolf is also the name of one of the most important German books ever from Heinrich Heine. It's a philosophy book. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why I love this guy. He is a fucking genius. <laughs> and what's your it's, second um, song? When you listened last week, Halloween was Keep Off the Seven Keys, then, da 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 da, surprise. You yep. must listening now, Halloween Keep Off the Seven Keys part two. The whole record, the whole album. Oh, so and it's better than the first album. So oh. believe me. So what we'll do, we'll post links, as we always do, to the song so you can check out that. I'm, I'm going to listen to that while I work this week, 
Uh, my second choice is because in Mick Foley's book, he talks a lot about when he was on the road, he would listen to this guy and he actually got in one of his matches, Mikey Whipwreck hit him with the LP of this uh, guy. And I choose Suzanne oh, by great Leonard song, Cohen. Singer-songwriter. Yeah, because Mick Foley talked about him a lot in his book. And yeah, so Leonard Cohen vinyl was used in a ECW match. So that's our two songs. Like I said, we'll post links on Facebook and Twitter so you can listen to them. Uh, Definitely would recommend listening to part two of Marcel's Choice because part one was pretty fucking good. And talking to music, our music for the show is done by the Yeah, thank you to Plutonium and uh, support this, guys. I just want to give a shout out as well because I know my friend is the lead singer, James, and he's going through a hard time at the moment because his grandma passed away this week. So send our wishes to James and keep your chin up, mate. We're here. That's if you true. Need us Rest in peace. And our thoughts Rest in is peace on your crouches, grandma. Uh, on your side. Yeah. Love, lovely lady whenever I met her. And. He's a good guy, so anyone wants to cheer him up, give a shout out to Plutonium. Would mean a lot to us. So next week, Marcel, you said we would be watching Alex Wright or Bracker's matches. I hate to disappoint. Because <laughs> we're not. <laughs> Alex Wright wasn't bad. He he was a, he was a great we... technical wrestler, but Bracker's come on. I have so many reasons yeah. uh, that I'm feeling bad to be German, and uh, Prakus is one part of it. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the reason you're not proud to be German is because of Prakus. <laughs> he looked like the I, wet I dream <laughs> from Adolf Hitler. He was so... big, he was uh, full of steroids. He looks like a... Like, like the last enemy in Wolfenstein or some something else. It's, uh, I hate all this shit. <laughs> so luckily we're not going to be watching Bracus. We'll be watching next week's theme is trainees that came out of the heart Ooh, family. Oh, that's great. That's so a match from maybe one of my favorites because you know I'm a I'm a huge technical wrestling fan, and yeah, this is going to be great. Yes. So, there's, and, and the good thing with this, I thought, was there was a, there's a lot of people to choose from. Sweet, delete. Matt Hardy will take effect there. Cool. So, yeah, lots of different people to choose from, from Hart. So, you just to throw a few names out. Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho is mm-hmm. in there, all of the Hart family. Even I bet there's even there's people that we will probably look at during the week, and there'll be people that we don't even didn't even realize yeah, trained true. by the Hearts. So I'm looking forward to the to next week. So and it'll be good to do some research on the Hart family trainees as well, which. I mean, I don't know a vast array about it, but I'm looking forward to you giving us a lot of info next week about the Hart family. Yeah. Trainees. 
So that's something to look forward to next week. And like I said, take part in our quizzes next week. We've got a good little good little community going. Become part of our community. Yeah. Like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And please give us a fucking rating because I don't want to be three no. out of five. <laughs> and no, it was only funny was this uh, German then... English football thing. I am not an English hater. So <laughs> Black Lives Matter and uh, don't be a bully. What a way to end the podcast. Great. Follow us at STDM Pod. And we'll see you next week with the Heart Dungeon Trainees. Auf Wiedersehen. Goodbye. And his opponent from Truth or Consequences, New Mexico, weighing in at 287 pounds, Dude Love. What a rivalry between Dude Love or Mankind, Dude's alter ego. Balls count anywhere, no disqualifications. Oh. Hunter, and especially your finer China, I know what you must be thinking. Dude, what are you doing back here when you should be out there kicking some heavy duty booty all over the garden? Well, Hunter, my man, I believe it's time we had a little rap. Because you see, balls count anywhere. Well, that's not exactly my bag, baby. The pin falls in the hot dog stand, the pin falls in the street, the chairs, the table. It's not exactly a love thing. But I know somebody, daddy, who's bagging indeed it. <laughs> He's my man. He's my main man. You might even say, well, daddy, he's a kind man. <laughs> a kooky type of cat. Let's bring him out right now. Oh, mankind, my main mandible up high, big man. Down, oh, you're too slow. Mankind, good to have you at the Love Shack. Hi, dude. Thanks what? for having me here. The pleasure is all mine. You really are eye candy for the chicks, dude. That much I know, Daddy, but you gotta tell me about this wacky match. Falls count anywhere. Dude, as much as I've dreamed about destroying Hunter Hearst Helmsley... I know you have. ...as many horrible things as I'd like to do to him... I know you can. I know someone who dreams about it even more. Who is it, Manny? Someone who's willing to do even worse things than I am. Oh, no! Are you thinking what I think you are thinking? I think I am thinking what you think I think you're thinking. Can you bring him out, Manny? Here he comes. Where is he? Cactus Jack! He's back! Somebody spiked me. I thought he was dead. He's alive. He's alive. It may be the darkest day of your life because it's Madison Square Garden and Mrs. Foley's little boy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.